Clarity, oh sweet, sweet clarity, don't we long for it? But sometimes those grace current waters get a little muddied because we're lacking the vision we need to move forward. So today to help us get that crystal clear vision from God, we welcome vision coach Kat Timmons. Welcome to the Grace Current Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Will, Christian author, entrepreneur, and certified business coach. But confession, I did not get here by charging forward and asking God to bless my effort. Yeah, like me, have you found that road actually leads to a tough place of burnout and overwhelm with a healthy sad dish of doubt and confusion. But it's at this humbling place that I received an oh-so-sweet invitation to walk in the grace we have received. And friend, it is your inheritance too, and it comes from your Father who sits on a throne of grace. Yeah, it's how He gets things done in heaven and how He wants to collaborate with you on earth to see your life, your passions, your goals, and your God-sized dreams come to fruition with a clear path, exhilarating pace, without losing your peace. So if you're ready to be propelled by God's giant wave of grace, then grab your board. It's time for the ride of your life on the grace current. Welcome, welcome to the podcast, everyone. So glad to have you back here. I've got an exciting, exciting bonus for you today. Oh, my good friend Kat is here. I'm going to interview her and you are going to get the ride of your life about flourishing with the vision God gave you and removing these roadblocks that are coming at you to keep you from your vision. So that's coming up next, but I wanted to remind you that we have our upcoming event in January and I am doing a beta test on that. So if you are looking to hop in early, go ahead and head over to thegracecurrent.com forward slash products forward slash flourish. It'll get you in all the details of how you can hop into the beta testing at a very low price. So go ahead and check that out. If you've been looking forward to flourishing in your favor and you're like, Michelle, I cannot wait till February. It's going to be or January. It's going to be way too long. Go ahead and hop in on that beta test. And um, we will have so much fun searching God's heart for flourishing in our favor. All right, let's bring on our amazing guest, Kat Timmons. Welcome, Kat. So excited to have you on the podcast. You're actually the first guest for my new podcast, The Grace Current. I know you've been with me so many other times on my other podcasts, um, but welcome to The Grace Current. Wow. Thanks, Michelle, for having me. I'm excited to be here and to be the first guest. Like, woohoo! Thanks for that honor. That's awesome. Yes, of course. And you, I brought you on because you've been going down a path of getting certified. And um, I want you to explain it because you'll put it in way better words than I do. But we call you the vision coach. Um, because Not because you see things, <laughs> visions in the sky or anything, but you help people uh, see the vision that God has for them. So tell 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 the Grace Current fam kind of what what led you to this and what you've been doing to actually get certified. Yeah, so I love the title Vision Coach. It's it is something that I'm passionate about, just teaching people about how to capture the vision that God has for their life. And I went through a coaching program 
uh, called the Academy of Kingdom Coaching, I believe is what it was called. And it's it was neuroscience techniques to help, you know, people get unstuck. When you're a coach, you just help people get unstuck, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, just kind of mapped that into another coaching program to uh, teach people how to teach people, but also help people walk through their prophetic words. Uh, mm. So there's like prophetic coaching in there as well. But I use the neuroscience and the prophetic coaching techniques uh, to just really help people uh, find their vision, but then also learn how to steward their vision. And uh, mm. yeah, so but what led me to the vision, since you asked that question also, was, um, you know, in high school, like this, this really kind of goes way back, but I'll make the story short. Story short. Um, <laughs> When I graduated high school, I really didn't know what I wanted to do. And Mm -hmm. my dad was a computer programmer. My mother was a teacher. And seeing the the struggles that my mother had, you know, teaching, not really struggles, but it was like, you know, they're teachers. They're they're just, they're worn out all the time. Um, Mm -hmm. I chose to follow more in my father's footsteps and get a degree in computer science because I was like, yeah, he's successful and he's not tired all the time and he's making way more money than mom is, you know? Mm -hmm. So I was like a little money hungry and I thought, well, I'm good at computer science stuff. So I'll just go get a degree in computer science. Uh, But even, even during college, uh, I wasn't, I wasn't super happy with Mm -hmm. what I was doing. It didn't really fulfill me, although I was good at it. I just was kind of, I don't know, I got annoyed with it in a sense. And so my first job out of out of college, I worked in IT and information technology, for those that don't know all the acronyms. Um, but I just, again, I was miserable. I was good at it, but just didn't really care to be in a corporate structure. I didn't care to be, you know, doing computer mm-hmm. work all the time. It just felt like we were always slapping band-aids on things and never really fixing the problems, mm-hmm. uh, you know, coming up with permanent solutions. And... I just, that goes against my, one of my core values. It's like, no, I want to get down to the root of what's going on here and fix it. Like, I don't Mm want it to continue happening and then just rip off a new bandaid or put rip off the old bandaid and put a new one on. Um, So having said all of that in 2005, my husband and I, that was the year that we got married and we hit our, his best man in our wedding ended up passing away in a horrible motorcycle accident. And it was really at that point when like everything in my world just kind of stopped, you know, he and I were the same age, uh, his friend that passed away. And it just really made me think like, what am I doing here? I am showing up to work. I don't like it. I'm miserable every single day. Something has to change. Cause what if that was me? Like, I don't want to die. This sounds horrible, but it was like, I don't want to die today. And And, you know, on my tombstone be like, well, she was great at computer science, but she sure did hate it. You know, like, like, what are they going to say at my funeral? Like, those are some crazy thoughts to have. But that was was going through my mind. I just wanted to be happy, but I didn't know how to find it. So it really set me on this quest of I need to live the life that I want to live. So what does that look like? Mm. Well, then if you fast forward to 2014, that is actually when I started the true journey of figuring out who I wanted to be, how I wanted to live. It's, it's when I met Jesus. Like I grew up my whole life knowing of Jesus, knowing that he died for us, you know, knowing God, I would pray, but I just didn't really get it or commit my life to him being my savior. 
And mm-hmm. so in 2014, I gave my life to Christ uh, again, probably. I don't, who knows how many times <laughs> I was like, yes, Jesus, be, be in my life. You know? I say yes again. <laughs> yes, I say yes again. Um, but, and thank you for his grace. Like you want to talk about a grace current, like <laughs> Jesus gave me lots and lots of grace growing up. Um, but then 2016, my pastor, she took uh, me and several other women under her wing and just really discipled us. Mm-hmm. And the first thing that she had us do was to create a vision board. Mm-hmm. And that was really my first experience with actually taking time to sit down and, and like map out what do you want in life? You know, mm-hmm. so back from 2005 to 2014, one, didn't really have the guidance of Jesus, but two, I was just kind of trying to figure it out. So I'd try this and I'd try that and I'd try mm-hmm. this and I'd try that. And Nothing ever really stuck. But when I sat down and did that vision board for the first time, something just clicked inside mm-hmm. of me. And then I wanted to learn more. Like, why do we need vision boards? Why, what are, like, what's the significance of this? And so I just kind of went on this quest of vision, 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 learning, learning, learning. Mm-hmm. And that is really how I ended up where I am today, which is coaching <laughs> people through it and teaching them more about it. It just, it's, I teach them what I've, what I've learned. You know? oh, so good. So yeah. good. A few things yeah. you touched on that I want to just kind of call out for the audience here. I have my vision board in front of me from where Kat and I first met and um, she had us do some exercises and I, the biggest, the biggest, um, I guess, paraphernalia on the board is a running man, like running, because I always knew I was supposed to be out in front, like as a forerunner. Mm. And so I just want to thank you for that cat because I love that. every time I think, what the heck am I doing? There's no one doing like what I'm doing or affirming what I'm doing. He's like, you, you're not going to get that. You're out in front, hun. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so, um, so first of all, thank you for your dedication to what God was calling you to, because when we are dedicated to what God calls us to, and that's why we're wanting everyone to flourish in your favor, you light the way for the next person, mm-hmm. you shed the light on it. And so, um, big thanks to you. And I want to touch on, you brought up something called prophetic words. And some people may have not heard of that term before, but just prophetic words. And you can jump in here too, really just being the things that people speak over you or see over you. My daughter went to work the other day and somebody said, you're just glowing. Like it can be anything, right? It can be anything that really um, defines you from another person's perspective. Like they just are seeing things in you that you Maybe not. Now, I want to tell you that not only did one person say that, two people said that in the same day, like literally they back to back said something to her about glowing. And and so we are going to process a little bit of that. Like, why? Why did that happen? What 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 do you think it meant? So it's really kind of keying in right, Kat, about Mm -hmm. the things. Sometimes people say things and we just think, oh, that was weird or that was odd or that was sort of huh, that hit a place in me. And but then we kind of let it go. But really a really what you're doing is helping people be mindful mm-hmm. of those words that people are speaking because they're speaking something into you, right? Yeah. Well, then we can receive words from God, from him directly, but we can also, like, he loves to use us. He loves to partner with us. It's not like use us, but partner with us, right? And so he uses us as messengers to be able to deliver you know, encouraging, strengthening, comforting words to one another. So when your daughter, you know, was told like, you're glowing, you know, it's a message from the Lord to say, I see you, your Mm. light is shining so bright. You're just, you're glowing with the brilliance, you know, and it's like his light shining through her. There's so many meanings. Um, But, and really that's all prophetic words are, is just 
the the love of the father being expressed through the words of a person. So it's, you know, we're receiving uh, words from the Lord to share with others. And that's really what prophetic words are, is just his strength and encourage, encouragement and, and comfort. And nudge, you guys, you know, I've talked a lot about nudging, um, that when God's giving us a nudge, 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 that's mm. another way he does is these prophetic yeah. words from amazing people um, that he are open to being used by him. So, and then another thing you talked on just in this opening, I don't know how we're going to get through to the real meat of this. <laughs> okay. We'll get there. <laughs> you said you sat down and you mapped things out with Jesus. Mm. And I want to just pause at this moment because we have talked about before too, like, I think why it was so successful for you this time was you were listening to the desires mm. of your heart that he had planted there. And we've talked many times about desire, the word meaning of the father, like he's already fathered or sired desires when he like made you and created you and connecting with those desires, taking that time to sit down and map them out um, was probably something that you were just uh, elated to like discover, right? <laughs> that moment of like, this isn't as hard as I'm making it out to be. Yeah, no, you're right. It, it wasn't as hard as I was making it out to be. And the more I learned how much Jesus was actually involved mm. in creating that vision, it, it really, um, it made it even that much easier. You know, mm. in 2016, when I made my first one, it was, it was really kind of hard because I didn't, I was still, I called myself a baby Christian, you know, it's like I was still learning to walk and talk um, and oh. the language of Jesus and walk <laughs> yeah. with the father and all of these things. Uh, but I, I, I did struggle a little bit because I was trying, you know, it's like sometimes it, is it something that I just want because I want it? Or mm -hmm. is it something that the Lord wants for me? So, you know, you have all these like big visions and big ideas and, and things that are uh, almost a little overwhelming to put mm -hmm. on a vision board. It's like, it's like when an interviewer asks you, you know, where do you see yourself in 10 years? Yeah. I don't know. I'm struggling to figure out what I want to eat for lunch today. You know, yeah, right. <laughs> like, yeah. I won't so, ask you that cat. <laughs> yeah. Don't ask me what I'm having for lunch today. I can tell you where I'll be in 10 years. No, just kidding. Um, but it, it's, we, we capture this vision and, and it, it's kind of overwhelming in a sense. Like, where are you in 10 years? Where do you want to be in 10 years? You know, mm -hmm. and like bridging the gap between that vision, but also understanding and knowing that the Lord is going to walk with you between now and 10 years from now. Like you don't have to strive to figure it out. All you have to do is just know that you need to make one step forward. But mm -hmm. until I figured that part out, it was, it was a little bit of a struggle. So I'll just, you know, yes. spoiler alert, the <laughs> Lord's going to show you your steps. He always gives us our steps. We just have to take one step at a time. So I think know, that's such a good reminder. Be scary at all. Good reminder. Yeah. Good reminder. Because, um, some of us, um, might be me when God gives us the long-term version, we start creating it today instead of yes. like accepting it as a long-term vision and not worrying about that. Like, okay, he's just graciously giving you a vision of what to come. And then I go into striving mode of like trying to create it all like, okay, yeah. oh my gosh, I have to do it all today. And we've been talking about that with this upcoming January thing. Like we uh, you know God's just going to, in his pace, peacefully and unveil what he had planned instead of me having to get all worked up about it. And um, 
So if you're in the place where you're not seeing probably too far ahead, you might be one of those people who start going into self-sufficiency and striving mode. And God knows he can't quite give you that long-term vision yet because we've got to stay in the here and now. So would that kind of be maybe one roadblock? We're going to talk about roadblocks to vision today uh, with Kat, but roadblock is, is that sometimes some of us think we need to see so far in the future. And when we don't, we sort of shut down because we're not content with like just the day by day, the step by step. Um, we feel like we need to see more of the big picture before we can really say yes to it. Yeah, I definitely think that's a roadblock that that people face. I know it's one that I've faced. And a lot of it came because I didn't understand, you know, where the placement of the fulfillment of that vision would be. So mm. it, it's, it's understanding and knowing like, yeah, I may be seeing something big picture, but how far off in the future is that? Is it a month from now? Is it a year from now? Is it 10 years from now? You know, where does that vision fit in? And going back to what you said about, you know, sometimes we want to see that big picture and we don't get the big picture and because God wants us to be faithful in taking just one step at a time. So it kind of depends on like where you are and your personality, like, you know, the lessons that we need to go through, you know, some of us may have already learned the lesson of like, I'm just going to take one step at a time. Okay. Well then God may give you a little bit more of the big picture so you can have a little bit more clarity of what's to come and he can trust you with taking two or three steps in, you know, the way that he wants mm -hmm. you to, to, to walk. But for some of us, like I had to learn this, he was, I, I literally went through a whole year where my, I don't know if anybody does a word for the year here or not, but I had a word for the year and the word was no. <laughs> I had to learn to say no. And I had to learn to ask him, am I supposed to do this? So if anybody asked me to do anything that whole year, I was like, so I have to tell you no, but it doesn't mean it's a no forever. It just means it's a no for right now. <laughs> but then, you know, I would go back to the Lord and say, hey, is this something that I'm supposed to do? And he and I would have a conversation about it. And what that would show me is that sometimes his, his yes was actually a yes for me to move forward. Sometimes he would, he would tell me, no, like you don't need to be doing this, like good things versus God things. Right. I mm -hmm. don't need to keep running uh, just from one thing to the next and just going and going and going. I need to be able to figure out what is his step for me. You know, and that keeps us in alignment with him. So what is our yes? What is our no? And in doing so, it helps us, it helps him know that he can trust us to carry that vision and to steward it. Mm. Um, I don't know if that quite answered your question. No, I think that's great. There. <laughs> yeah, no, so much to unpack. But, you know, as we are looking at these roadblocks that come up against us in our vision, I think you had mentioned, you know, staying on target. And sometimes he's going to give you the short-term target. Sometimes he's going to give you the long-term target, depending on who you are. And if you're you're frustrated because somebody else seems to have the long-term target and you don't, um, then some of us tend to just throw in the towel. Well, I don't get, I didn't get the big long-term vision like Sally did. So I'm, I'm, I must not be hearing God. I must not be knowing what he, I just need some more time or something. And when he shows me the big picture, then I will move. And then we put that roadblock in front of us instead of saying, what do I just have for now and today for the, um, the vision that is right in 
front of me. And so I think you, what you do is you help people recognize whether it's a short-term vision Mm -hmm. or it's a long-term vision and how you can walk in, in those two perspectives, so to say. Does that? Absolutely. That's, I love it. You summarize that very well. (laughs) All right. So let's move on to the next roadblock we kind of had identified or you've identified after working with a lot of um, people who are just trying to catch that vision is that a lot of times they're just spraying their arrows, so to speak, in all Mm -hmm. different directions, hoping to move forward. And um, that's something that I've done before where it's like, okay, God, I got the vision. Now I'm, I'm out of here. I don't need you anymore. Not saying that directly, but like, yeah, I got this. I got this. I got this. Yeah, <laughs> and I then do I it. start doing all sorts of things and they don't bear fruit. So help people understand cat what's going on here. Yeah. Well, I think it's, it's funny you say that it's like, I can do it. I can do it. Like we've kind of created our own little DIY society and it doesn't just apply to home construction. You know, we watch all these DIY shows on TV, or at least I do. Yeah. I I can tear down a wall and I can put it up myself. Um, But it's, I mean, it comes across the same way as like when we try to figure out where we're supposed to go in life, you know, it's before I met Jesus, you know, in my own story, what was I doing? I was just like, well, I don't want to do computer science anymore. Okay, let me try massage therapy. Let me try, <laughs> let me try teaching. Let me try this. Let me try retail, you know, whatever it was. And what I was doing, like, I was sensing something in my spirit saying, I, I know I'm made for more. I know mm-hmm. I'm made to do something different, mm-hmm. but I don't know what it is. Well, instead of taking the time to sit down and truly map out, I knew that I wanted to have a life that looked a certain way, like the lifestyle I wanted to live. But I didn't know how to create that actual lifestyle. You know, Mm -hmm. I could envision what the lifestyle I wanted to be, but I couldn't figure out how, like, what did I need to actually do in order to get myself there? So we, I love that analogy of like, you shoot the arrows, like, let's just picture this right now. You know, you're, you're, you've got a bow and arrow and you're just shooting an arrow at a fence. Like there's just a fence. There's no target on it. And you're just shooting it. And then one of the arrows sticks and, you know, you go and draw a circle around it. Yay, I made my target. Like, that's not how we create our life. Like, that's not how we're supposed to walk it out. We're supposed to go and create the target, Mm -hmm. then shoot the arrows at the target. And sometimes we're going to miss the target. And that's okay. But we know where the target is. It's fixed on the fence. It's not going anywhere to stay in this analogy, you know? And so mm-hmm. we just keep shooting the arrows and try to stay in alignment with that target. Maybe mm-hmm. we need to adjust for wind speed. Maybe we need to adjust for, uh, you know, the, I don't know anything about bows and arrows, but I'm assuming there's some sort of like, you know, pressure that has to be exerted to get the arrow to go far enough, right? I mean, there's all sorts of things. Uh, we could get into the physics of how you shoot an arrow. How high mm-hmm. does it need to be? What, whatever. It's the same thing with our vision, though. We have to go and create the vision, but it's not just our vision. It's the vision that God has for us. So we sit with him and we listen to what he has to say. We listen to what he has to say to us through other people, through those prophetic words that we talked about. Mm -hmm. And through that, like looking at all of those things, then you can create what i choose to call vision board, right? It's a, Mm -hmm. it's a bulletin board that has the vision on it in an image format and you keep it in front of you. You're going to keep that target in front of you and you're going to use that to make sure that your arrows reach where they're going. 
And let's talk about like those arrows again. It's kind of whether or not you're shooting them or God saying, shoot this arrow, <laughs> you yeah. know, that whole thing of like, no, 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 I got this DIY in it. Like I will shoot the arrow this way and then it doesn't work. And you're like, what happened? Well, did God say to shoot that arrow? Is that the method, the, the, the pace, the, did we run out of turn? Did we get the cart before the horse? Like that's kind of where that fits in there is like, I've done this so many times again, just, I, I got this, I got this. Yeah. Uh, I, I can figure out a, sh- a bow and arrow. I mean, it looks easy enough, right? I can. Yeah. Shoot yeah. I see people do it on TV all the time. Like I can do yeah, this. Right. <laughs> I think wait for the right bow, wait for the right arrow and that'll be the right process to get you there. So it's really about the process next. Like we got the vision mm-hmm. from God, but, and then we, we tend to run off. Um, instead of staying in that grace current of the how and the pace and all the things that the arrows being like all those things, the pace and the path, his pace, his path versus our best ideas and really sitting with him so that we are, we're sure that we're walking this out with him and we didn't just get the vision from him and then take off and say, thanks, bud. I'm, I got this, (laughs) you know, we're, we're doing this together. And that's kind of where that picture of abiding comes in um in in john so okay let's move on to next roadblock i love that one like our 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 second roadblock there was was about really getting that um that vision and then staying with god to process that in the way that he wants us to okay and now you have this great idea about how we get roadblocked when (laughs) we are given all this guidance by other people. And we sort of get, I think we can tend to get in um, research mode or overwhelm mode. Um, Some of us are fact finders and we want to go do all the research and all the things and find. And so we start going from course to course to course and teacher and coach and, and all the things. And we are like on information overload, like, cause we can't, trust ourselves or we can't trust Mm -hmm. God with what he's saying. And we can't even hear it anymore because it's gotten so noisy Mm -hmm. (laughs) to the person who's in the noise. Yeah. If you're in the noise, I just want to tell you, turn it off. (laughs) 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 A little easier said than done, but truly, I mean, I've been there too. And I I know you have Michelle, because we've had these conversations in the past. Like we have gone from thing to thing to thing and not really they're all wonderful things. And they're mm-hmm. things that like, I know I, I invested in some courses about speaking a long time ago when I first became an entrepreneur. And did I need it right then in that season? No, but I went ahead and bought it. And then there was this pressure of, well, now I've bought this course and now I need to, you know, I need to show up and I need to do this and I need to be a good mm-hmm. steward of what I've just invested in. And mm-hmm. now what have I done though? I've created this pressure on myself Mm. to do something that is good and is valuable. And yes, Mm. I could benefit from, you know, but was it the thing that I was supposed to do right then? So anytime I'm in and, and I'm not like, I am not perfect. I still get caught in the cycle every now and then. And I have to go back to that season where God was like, what's your guess? What's your no? Like, what have I asked you to do? What have I not asked you to do? And it's kind of like your your plants in the fall or spring, whenever we're supposed to prune them, you know, it, he he has to prune me. He has to say, this this can stay, this can go. 
And Mm -hmm. it's really making time to just sit down and evaluate what is going on in your life. I usually literally take a sheet of paper and list out all the things, all the things that I'm doing, all the things that I've committed to, and just asking God one by one, does this stay or does this go? Does this stay or does this go? And some of them get the little strike through and some of them get a check mark, you know? (laughs) Uh, And, and, but it, but it feels so good to just sit and recognize Mm. that where you are, it's okay that you're overwhelmed, but let's do something about it. Right? Like don't stay there. I don't want you to stay there. So evaluate, assess, Mm -hmm. where are you? What needs to stay? What needs to go? And then when you figure out what needs to stay, then of course you have sometimes the not so fun conversations of, oh, well, so I've overcommitted myself and I need to let this go. I'm sorry. We just have to swallow our pride and just be humble in that moment and just say, I'm sorry. You mm-hmm. know, I, and then reflect back, you know, in, to ourselves so that going forward, we know maybe I shouldn't say yes to something like that again. And then ask yourself, why, what was it that I felt that I needed to say yes to that? But then what was it that wasn't in alignment with what God really wants me to do so mm-hmm. that I don't say yes to the, to the wrong things in the future. I love it. It's Evaluate. Kind of a multi-part <laughs> assessment, you know, it's like, how do I get out of the mess that I'm in? And then how do I keep myself from getting in it again? You know? you I love yeah. it. I love it. And I think that is, it's just kind of the American way right now is to overcommit mm. and say yes to so many good things instead of really waiting on um, our time with God to get the God thing. And um, that was a great challenge. I love to leave, leave our audience with yeah, sort of the next step. And, and those were great steps to, um, really getting somebody back on track with God, with the vision is just going through their, your list of what, what's on it, what's on your plate. And I've heard from people as I'm coaching, I can't see where I can anything. Mm. That's a tough one. You know, when you're so committed and you can't let go and there's, it feels like there's another layer then of what's going on in life when you're so overcommitted that you can't get that time away and you can't get a no list even going anymore because yeah. it's everything's gotten there. And I know that's really where Kat comes in guys is that she really helps you get into what God is saying and how to really evaluate your vision and evaluate those areas in your life. You've said yes to that are outside of the vision and how you can um, see differently the vision. Cause right now your vision may be, I can't say no to anything or I can't say yes to anything. Um, she helps you get to the other side of those really huge roadblocks in life. So Kat, where can people find you? How can they work with you? I know you're going to be hopefully working with us coming up in our, um, um, our upcoming events. We, you have a personal issue going on and we're praying for for God's um, just grace to flow all over it. Mm-hmm. But barring anything else, we're going to have Kat on board with us in the future. And, um, but Kat, how can people work with you right now? I know you have some things already, already ready and um, launched for people to take advantage of. Yeah. So uh, the best way to get a hold of me is to visit my website at kattimmons.com. And that's C A T T I M M O N S.com. Uh, but that's, they can find out about any courses that I have. Uh, I do have an exciting announcement. Like I have a vision board course that's going to be evergreen. So it's going to be up all the time. People don't have to wait on me to host a, wor- a workshop. 
to learn about vision boards, but you can take the course uh, and it's in the works right now as this podcast yeah. is being released. So hopefully it'll be finished uh, and people will have access to it. But if not, when this podcast is released, um, that it'll be mm-hmm. available soon, shortly thereafter. Perfect. But, yeah. That is awesome. So that link will also be in our show notes. If you didn't catch it and you're on the road, uh, you can find all that you need right in our show notes. All right. Thanks so much, Kat, for joining us today. It has been amazing to have you on and really break some of these roadblocks uh, to flourishing because of a lack of vision or an overwhelm with our vision or an overcommitment to other visions. So thank you so much for coming on today. Yeah. Thank you for having me. It's been, it's been a pleasure. I really appreciate you having me on the show. All right. You're welcome, friend. Thanks so much for joining me on today's podcast. Did this episode encourage you or unlock something new for you today? I'd love to hear about it. You can drop me a message and leave a review on Apple iTunes or your favorite podcast platform. And then, hey, would you pray about who else in your life might need to hear this podcast too? then share a link with them. Lastly, if you're looking for a more solid understanding of grace, you can get on the wait list for my new book by clicking on the link in the show notes. All right, friends, that's a wrap. We'll catch you next time on The Grace Current.